look, niggas, we <laughs> we here, okay? What do you want from us? How much more do you want from me? <laughs> and we're back. Lip girls, we're back. And we're back. We're back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Cha, cha, cha. Hey y'all, it's your girl Taylor. And Toya. This is The Ho Bag. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite streaming platform and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore ho bag. That's underscore H-E-A-U-X-B-A-G. Keep up with our shenanigans. Bye. Bye. You know, because I used to sing. Okay. <laughs> What's up, niggas? Okay. All right. <laughs> Nubians. <laughs> Nubian kings and queens and princesses and princes and you niggas. <laughs> this one's for you, Nubians. You, my number one. Number Nubian. one. What up, Nubian? What's up, Nubian queen? <laughs> Grand Rising. <laughs> What's up, niggas? <laughs> we back. <laughs> and we're back. With to, the bullshit. With the bullshit. Man, first of all, before we get started... Shout out to them Astros. We are two and two right now. So I don't know by the time y'all see this, hopefully we'll be three and th- three and two. But we'll see. You know, I'm just, you know, Astros is the shit. We were Houston, Houston today. So yeah. Um, we're also talking about um what are we talking about today? Red flag mm. seems to be a pretty big topic trending right now. And uh we may be late as far as talking about it, but we saved the best for last. So that's how And that you know our twist on it's gonna be good. Cause y'all be like, oh, Look at all these red flags talking about red flags. I already told y'all I'm the red flag, so put that shit out there. Now we're going to talk about it. Because she's a Scorpio. Y'all know how y'all do. Y'all, listen. <laughs> let me address that real quick. First fuck, first and fucking most. Y'all, and we're going to get into this later on, but I literally mind my business and people want to hang out with me and piss me off. And then y'all get mad when I get mad at y'all. Because I be hungry and then don't, nobody want to go and eat. So it's not my fault that y'all like these red flags. I'm just okay. gonna say that. Touche. <laughs> I mean, they say birds of a feather flock together. So hey, Toya is my soulmate friend. So <laughs> we we gonna get into these red flags. The name of this episode is "Addicted to Red Flags." I guess we'll start off with the Twitter news, which is me. So one of my friends, um, she's a mom friends of mine, and she sent me this post that said. Absent fathers have to be sociopaths because how do you wake up and live daily like nothing is happening, knowing you left a child in the dust, clearly unwell, no guilt, just a one bedroom apartment and vibes. It's people who interact with their kids and have nothing in their life that indicates they have kids and don't disclose that info either unless truly forced. Like, you really got kids and you're not like telling nobody you got a one bedroom apartment and no toys, no nothing. Time out. Did you see that meme? It was like, how you lose custody of your kids and go on about your life like, like nothing. Like nothing. <laughs> like you in the club on Sunday fun day and you just Ooh. lost your kids on Friday. Talking about, girl, <laughs> I'm about to go get a BBL. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, for real. Like, hey, Some girl, what's been up with shit. you? I just want to say that. Just lost custody of my kids. What about you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how do you, you trying to hit know? Miami? <laughs> <laughs> Poor grandma is tired, okay? Oh, my God. Whew. I'm sorry, y'all. That was, I had to get that demon out of my soul. 
<laughs> that was funny. I Fuck think y'all. a lot of people are throwing the terms uh, narcissist, manipulative, absolutely, sociopath, psychopath around. Let's get what into is that. The difference? Let's get into that definition. Um, because initially, when we were, you know, when the red flags thing started training, I was like, oh, let's do an episode about sociopaths. And then Toya was like, no, let's do. She was like, let's also add a psychopath in there. And I had to ask myself, shame on me for being a psychology major. What the fuck is the difference? <clears throat> So the definition of a psychopath is a person suffering from chronic mental disorder with abnormal or violent social behavior. Like, so I I, I just want to say that's basically toxic and they kind of like fucking with people. Like they like pissing people that's off. They like thing. doing things that are, you know, wrong and fucked up and they just keep doing it. Like it's it's like a that's their normal behavior. habitual thing. Um, and then a psycho, a sociopath is someone who is da, 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 a person with a personality disorder manifesting itself in extreme antisocial attitudes and behavior and a lack of conscience. That would be, I would describe if y'all seen that show, you, that's that guy. He goes out and kills people like it's nothing and then get wakes up and texts his girlfriend back like, hey, babe, you ready for brunch? Like he's a fucking sociopath. I've never seen that show, but I can equate it with people that have no empathy. They can't even empathize with you. Like if you're, if you just say, yeah, my grandma just died and they're just like, damn. Well, then okay. now we, I would, this is going to kind of take us off topic, but I would think that's a lot of healthcare workers. When I first started working in healthcare, I used to work in the nursing administration office. And so we had to sign off on all the um, dead bodies before they went to the morgue. So one time, it's my probably second week on the job, one dumbass brings the body and drops it off in front of the office. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then, you know, I was like freaking out. My boss is like, hey, people live, people die. We don't uh, sympathize, we empathize. Or we don't empathize. She was like, something like that. And she was like, you're going to see it so much. Like, just like, get over it. I was like, that's fucking crazy. But you got to put yourself in those shoes in order to continue your profession, right? And I mean, you're in hospice. Right, I was going to say, though, I think that's still a difference because you were like kind of forced into a routine to where you had to adapt to that. Mm -hmm. These people... That's who the fuck they are. They're just, they wake up every morning and choose violence because (laughs) they don't feel that it's violence. It's just a normal fucking life. Like, that's what they are, you know? I know a few sociopaths. Fun fact. I um, have been, you know, in the past have had psychopathic behavior. I've had to grow from (laughs) Put the camera on me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you can resume. No, Nah, for real. Like I had to, um, I was like, at some point I had to go seek therapy because I was like, what am I doing? Like, I honestly didn't think I was doing anything wrong. I just was like, I'm just living my life. And I didn't realize how destructive it was to other people. I thought I was living my life and then, you know, going back to like I was interacting with people and then I was done with them. Like, but you can't play with people like that. Like, that's not cool. It's not something that, you know, should be condoned. And I think a lot of us develop those characteristics from our you know environments growing up and we don't see nothing wrong because we've seen that our entire lives but then i want to say to add to go forward about the dating niggas love that shit i don't cuss half you half y'all out and y'all still hitting me up so you done when i'm gonna see you again you know you're supposed to be my wife what we just had an episode about that People that are, I forgot what the name of it was, but it was like living in chaos. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like people, Some people thrive off of chaos. So that may be those type of men. So I'm going to come back to my another story, my next story. But I want to ask you, have you, do you like psychopaths? Have you dated a psychopath before? If so, did you see the red flags and what made you just pursue the relationship? Whew. Um, I can say that honestly, I've been a psychopath before. <laughs> Might currently still be one, just a little bit. But when I say psychopath, I mean like 
sometimes I create, I do create my own chaos because I'm an overthinker. Mm -hmm. So I'll overthink and overanalyze situations that may or may not be there. Mm -hmm. I may be living in my own fantasy world and it's until I do get... She's a Gemini. (laughs) (laughs) And and I'm a Gemini. So I know I have two personalities. Like sometimes I want to be fucked with, sometimes I don't. So it just depends on which bear you poke that day. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to share something real quick because it's a a group of us that have this... um, we kind of share memes on Instagram and we're friends. And one of the posts said, are you obsessed with quote unquote hood niggas because you want a man who will be impressed with the bare minimum because in reality Ooh. you have no depth. Laugh out loud. Okay. Damn. So one of my friends was like, laugh my ass off. No, cause I like hood niggas cause they're dangerous and it's sexy, Mr. Man. So one of my friends was like, was like, let's dissect that. Why do you like danger? And I was like, well, damn. <laughs> And she has a point. I think we 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 sometimes correlate hood niggas to strong niggas and or let me stop saying niggas. Nubians. To strong men and tough men, and that's so manly because they're out there in the street and they're getting it or whatever and so on and so forth. When in all reality, if you really dissect it, it's like, damn, that's equating it to danger. Why the fuck do I like these red flags? It's fun. It is fun sometimes. Sometimes I do sit back and be like, damn, I miss my hood niggas. You know what? I will I will say that like sometimes I'm y'all, I know at the beginning of this show I said I was gonna <laughs> have a rotation. I live with a whole nigga. <laughs> but I'm loving it. It's fun. But then sometimes I'm like, dang, it'd be fun to be out in the streets with the toxic shit. And then I'm like, but why? Like I'm mad all the time. Like it's not, you know, conducive to my growth and like my plans for the like I'm 30 now. Like I gotta I gotta think about my future and like do I wanna keep I'm also in competition with younger bitches now. Like I've I've reached that stage in my life. So it's like, do I wanna keep doing the same thing over and over again or do I want something new? Like I can't keep bitch like niggas ain't shit. And then I'm like still chasing them same niggas. Why? Because it's fun. Okay, it is fun. I ain't gonna lie. It's very fun. But at some point you gotta be tired of certain things. And I think, you know, it's I think it's okay to like, you know, play with fly fire and shit. It's as long as you know when to stop. Like you gotta at some point say, Okay, this is this is my halting point. I can't do this type of shit anymore. You know, when I said I think I was a bit of a psychopath, now it it kinda dawned on me why. Because I think I was running around creating chaos for other people too, kind of. Mm. Because I was like Oh, like treating people like a toy. Like, okay, I'm done with you next. And have you ever felt bad about that? Like, there's this one guy I think of every single time. He was the perfect man. And I was just like, nigga, you too fucking nice. I don't like you. And the only reason I dated him was because my sorority sister thought he was cute. And I was like, I'm going to take that nigga right there. And that was it. I was, I just took him and then I I dropped him off and I felt so bad for him. Like I I picked him up like three times and he just kept coming back. And I was like, Taylor, you got to stop this shit. Like that's even a fucked up level on your, like, cause he didn't do nothing fucked up back to me to, for me to justify my behavior. And so like, but it was, it was fun. But I felt bad. That's the only person I ever felt bad about. I think I felt bad because I was kind of, um, shallow. Mm -hmm. So like, I would notice things I didn't like about people. Like, they could be just perfect. And then I'll notice something. Like, I'll start picking with you then. Like, what? It's got to be something I don't like about you. I don't like your baby toe. Yeah, no, for real. (laughs) I was on a date with a guy that had a wondering eye. 
And I was like, this is it for me. Well, like, I mean, I think that's okay because it's like, you want to be able to look at somebody without like... Dude, no, I had one, his nose feelings. was too big. Another one, he snored. Like, it was just certain things. I made sure to find something with every dude and it was just like, oh my God, it's me. It's not y'all, it's me. <laughs> but I think that's what happens when you also have options too, right? Like, if you got yeah. a lot of options at your, you know, your disposer, disposal, then you can go, mm, I want to try this one, I want to try this one, I want to try this one. And it like, it's okay as long as you understand that you're also, you know, you're putting yourself out there to to welcome toxicity into your life. And it's okay. We are team toxic. So there's nothing yeah. wrong with it as long as you're okay with it. And I think as long as you're not hurting other people to the point where like you're ruining marriages and, you know, you're you're late for work because you're fucking some random nigga. Like, I think as long as it's within, you know, a boundary of some sort. Damn, there's a toxic boundary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because... It's like, you know, we know we're not supposed to eat cookies all the time, right? Yeah. So somebody like me, I got to say, okay, Taylor, don't eat the whole sleeve of Oreos. Serving sizes have- too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to multiply that by four. <laughs> and you, I got to say, okay, bitch, stop it. Like, you know, it's got you got to tell yourself sometimes, like, it's not good for you, but it tastes good. So, oh, like smoking weed. You can't smoke too much weed. You're going to be too hot. You can't have them cookies all the time, Satya. But yeah. You know, I think a little bit of a psychopath is like good, though. Because, like, don't you want to have that friend? Well, I don't know if you would call this. I don't know what the term is that you would call it. But let's say those friends that, like, and I like to think of myself as one of those friends that will come telling a story and it's a little exaggerated or, you know. Absolutely. Come, but there's, I think there's, like, literally a term for it. And I don't want to say it's psychopath or sociopath, but it's some type of path. I'm going to look that up. Crazy but, bitch path. Yeah, that may be me. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. But, you know, like. I don't think I do it to the extent where they'd be like, oh, here come this lying ass bitch toy again. But there are those people where you'd be like, what is it called? They just lie all the time. Habitual liar. liar. Yeah. yeah. Like, path, probably pathological liars. Liars. Lying ass niggas. <laughs> Always like, you be but like, to girl. me, that's still got to be a psychopath because why the fuck are you running around lying? And who the fuck, like, who are you, who are you afraid of that to where you have to lie? Who finna pull that belt and whip your ass? I don't even think they lying to save themselves. I think they're lying because they think it's impressive. And I, and I would think that's the whole, you know, social media thing. Like people who are like super influencers and super, you know, I post all, I got the perfect life and da da da. It's like, are you at this point, you're lying to yourself because we don't give a, f- honestly, nobody gives a fuck what y'all are doing. <laughs> like you're doing the most and it's just, it's like if you got the time to post on social media all the time, are you really enjoying your life? And so I think that's a liar right there. But um, is it a form of psychopathism? We don't need a real psychopathism. To come <laughs> but yeah, so let's get back because we're not going to we know that we've we've admitted to our toxicity. So like, have you met someone and you're like, yeah, this happens. But I was dealing with somebody that I really um had to explain to them why they were toxic. And mm. honestly, I think they, <laughs> I think they heard it, but they didn't really, because like I said, people keep out using these words like, you know, narcissism, manipulate. Oh, it's so, so it sounded so, yes. Okay. It was just like, oh, you're just throwing that word around. But I was like, no, nigga, you really, you, you really are toxic. Mm. Like, and this is why, this is why, this is why, and that is why. So, Honestly, I think if a lot of if a lot more people um, would understand why they're people say that they're a red flag or why they're attracted to red flags, maybe they wouldn't pursue those type of people anymore, I'm guessing, or wouldn't be that person anymore. Because 
now I can say this person is actively trying not to be that person. And that's pretty dope. Yeah, I can agree with that. So I think my turning point for being toxic was my therapist. She was like, you engage in a lot of toxic behavior. And I was like, no, I don't. And she was like, do you hear what you just told me? And I was like, I mean, but it's fun. She was like, okay, but you you talking to me about it because you're bothered by it. And I was like, damn. Mm. So I had to like look within and say, what do I need to change about my life? Who do I need to limit access to me so that I can be a better person? Like, y'all don't understand. I do want to come outside sometimes, but I know it's going to put me in a situation to where I'm going to revert back to certain types of behaviors and engage in certain types of people. Because guess what? The same niggas that was being toxic with me are ready. They still fucking ready. Like, and it's just sad. But like, um, and the in the remember I was like, I had to cuss, call somebody a bitch ass, pussy ass nigga to get the I love you out of him. And it's like, <laughs> you like, bless you, like Ooh. toxic behavior. So anywho, I was like Googling, like, why do people like toxicity? I, I was just being funny. And then Forbes actually issued a um a little piece. It was called Why We Love Psychopaths. Um, and then it just has, I'm gonna read like some snippets of back to what I was saying. I'm gonna slow this down a little bit. I didn't realize I talked uh, as fast as we were talking. We were excited about this topic because it's just there's so much to cut. Teen toxic. <laughs> um um, let me get back to what I was saying. So Forbes issued a piece in 2011. It's called uh, Why We Love Psychopaths. And I'm just going to read a couple of clips about it What, what from what I gathered. Um, it was like, they, it reads, they create conflict, excitement, and suspense by merely moving through a scene. They're dramatic, unpredictable, impulsive, and they are impossible to ignore. And that's true, right? You got the clown, cla the class clown acting a fool and it's like, Oh, look what Taylor did today. And then your mom was like, stay away from Taylor because all she's doing is talking and she ain't never turned her homework in. But it's like, that's Taylor, you know? So it's, granted, everybody's parents loved me as a kid. My daddy didn't play that shit. But I was a class clown at the same time. Look, I code switched it even in the school. Um, it also reads, it was inspired by a book called Women Who Love Psychopaths. Um, and I'm just going to read some clips from the book. So women like Michelle often fall for the excitement of the psychopath. Jake said in the only therapy session he attended, Michelle makes me want to clean up my act. She's a good girl. She loves me. She felt simultaneously excited, off balance and important to him. Michelle felt like a warm emotional attachment to Jake and she assumed she felt the same. Michelle didn't realize that the psychopath's hard drive locks the emotional attachment chip. So it's like we feel like we're saving niggas child i am michelle yes jesus if i'm michelle just say that let me find out she put that fucking part of the book in there for me she's talking about let me slow this down so toya can hear what the nah, fuck and i'll and i'll nah, say this shit at home goddamn i'll say this without saying too much toya is a, a wonderful person and toya is this woman who is super intelligent very giving very like um fucking guided elevated no niggas. really like she's a bomb ass woman and i feel like she makes she makes small justifications for certain people to be in her life because she sees that they're trying whereas there are some people who don't need to try and they can actually i don't know add on to your life and so i think some people like i, I think if you feel good to be needed we all need you girl we all, <laughs> some more than others, but we all need you in some way. And so, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like at some point, I now me, y'all might want to date me, but I ain't dating no psychopath. Y'all can get the fuck on because I don't have time for that. There's no room for two psychopaths. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. I'm going to deal with all this shit and your shit. Like, it just don't make no, sense to real. me. <laughs> Ooh, 
and I'm already dealing with two of me in here. So imagine in my downtime, I'm just like, Lord Jesus. Oh, well, but it was crazy. I thought it was crazy how, For- you know, Forbes is a really well-respected uh, magazine. And it's like, they're talking about how people love psychopaths. And then it just was random. It was like, uh, I saw this fun fact today on a, like, Random facts, but it said uh, psychopaths comprise about 1% of the general population, but make up an estimated 21% of the CEOs in the U.S. That sounds about right. Yeah, it does. It really does. Because uh, they like to greed, mostly abuse us all. Greed falls under being a psychopath in a, in a sense. Um, being emotionless. I mean, all of that. And it's, I think at some point in order, and in, okay, let's break this down. I think at some point in order to be quote unquote successful, you have to kind of fuck other people like not like physically but like say fuck them people and like fuck over people and it's like you i might look at it as oh i thought we worked together and we were helping each other out and they were like hey this you were along my path for my career growth and i'm sorry but i can't hold your hand if you're not you know right here and then as soon as you know you fall off they drop you and i think that's we can also see that in a lot of social media influencers right whoever gets the blue mark first they start fucking with the other person who have you watched squid games absolutely that's just like fucking squid game yeah yeah people it's it's human behavior unfortunately that shit's fucked up so some people have more psychotic behaviors than others or some experience in them i'll say yeah i think if if you if you have a really bright i don't i don't even know the word for a really large moral compass Mm -hmm. then you're not as you're gonna you're not gonna make the same psychotic choices as other people that don't if I don't have a moral compass, it's fuck you. I'm going to do whatever I got to do to get to the top. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a handful of rocks, make you think they're marbles so, so I can win the fucking game. And I made you trust me just so I can fuck you in the end. And then you get fucking shot and you die. If you haven't seen Squid Games, there it is. Don't God that sound it. like Forex? Mm. Damn. <laughs> Where's those people with the blue signs? You should be here. <laughs> Where are you? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, them goddamn pyramid schemes. I mean, I guess, you know, the the American the American corporation system is like a pyramid scheme in a sense. Somebody's got to have all the workers at the bottom feeding all their t- time in. That's what you're exchanging your time for. And then you got somebody at the top who's like, you know, just Even chilling. Even when we get into the drug game, what, what show was I asking you? Were you watching? BMF. BMF. And when he was sitting in the car and he was and the, the chauffeur kind of turned to me, he was like, damn, it sounds like you trying to keep him. You're not trying to let him progress. Yeah. You're like, hell yeah, I got to keep my foot on his neck because mm-hmm. he can't surpass me. And mm-hmm. it's like, damn, even in a drug game. Oh, ab- absolutely. Definitely psychopath. Absolutely. Somebody got to stay at the top. I mean, because, I mean, 50 Cent, you know, he's kind of giving us this whole comic book of how the fucking drug game works. Yeah. You remember in uh, Power, they 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 um sent, what's the name, to jail? Kanan to jail so he can get to the top. And then Kanan came out and they were like, damn, I'm going to have to kill this nigga now. Sadly, and they eventually did. I don't watch Power. But if it's anything like that, I'm going to have to watch it. It is. You know, 50, 50 made all these shows. I know. Yeah. Oh, man, you got to watch. Well, I mean, if you're ever bored, watch it. But, yeah. It really I ain't got no job, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm going to watch it. Because crazy, this is just kind of like a little bit off topic. So many people. So, you know, the U.S. just, um, I mean, the CNN just put out that report that like 43% of Americans quit their job in August or some shit like that. And it was like, dang, like every when I posted it, people were like, me too. I just quit. I just quit. No backup plan. No backup plan. Like I was over it. My mental health, like fuck this shit. And I was like, I love that. Like They called it the great resignation. Yeah. This is the most people that's ever um, decided, decided to resign. Um, in forever 
and takes us back to the fucking psychopath. Who wants to keep working for a goddamn psychopath? And then they raise social security for the old people. They just said we was running out of money yesterday. So that means we're working harder for you to take my money after we're already inflated. Fuck out of here. But we're not going to talk about politics. But still, it just didn't make no fucking sense. But yeah, y'all stop stressing yourselves out for the fucking psychopaths. When you see the red... I think also, let's talk about red flags in the job, right? So, um... Definitely can, because why was I at a job for six years and I saw all the red flags? And we don't, it's like we feel like we're not, I guess, you know, going towards the older generation, you feel like you have to be loyal to this company when they don't give a fuck about you. We've already talked about that. But it's like when you, I think as you're going, you specifically as you're going, whoever else, because half of us ain't got jobs, right? Um, Whoever's out there um, interviewing, red flags, you got to ask those during the interview. Like they're interviewing you, but you're also interviewing them. Hey, what y'all's culture? culture like like how did you feel about George Floyd how did you feel about you know the LGBT community like you got to ask those type of questions if they're important to you just so you can get a feel for what the environment's going to be like are you going to have a good time there so I just started with a new company and the first thing we I actually started on Columbus Day and like my um my HR guy was like, well, we don't fuck with Christopher Columbus. He was like, it's Indigenous People's Day. And I was like, I like this culture. Absolutely. Because I couldn't be in a place where it's like, yeah, it's Christopher Columbus Day. What are you guys doing? You remember that? And it's like, I got to, you know, tap dance for the man. And I just didn't feel like doing that. So I think you should look for those red flags, whatever you consider red flags, obviously, right? If they, right. if you see a lot of old people in this place, okay, they people don't retire here. People don't, you know, respect younger, new, fresh ideas. You got to just there's no look at it. Because their old ass ain't leaving no time soon. Yeah, they just wait until they die, honestly. Which I ain't mad at them because, like, they don't have the same skill sets that we have. So I'm not mad at them for doing what they're doing. And I'm not mad at us for not staying in places where we're not appreciated, places where we don't feel represented or valued either, which is something you should do in every aspect of your life. Friendships, relationships, jobs, uh, hobbies. Like, if you just don't like doing something, you're doing something because somebody told you you needed to do it a long time. Religion. Like... You know, find something that suits you. And so just, yeah. I think uh, another one of the red flags when it comes to talking about working, at least for me and probably a lot of people, would be fear. Of what? Fear of not having a backup plan. Fear of not having, um, if you work for a company that maybe has some type of benefits. You know, a lot of people always talk about being an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And being an entrepreneur can be a red flag, too. So put that out there. But... (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because you can be an entrepreneur, quote unquote, and you're not handling your business as an entrepreneur. You don't have life insurance. You don't have dental insurance. You don't have medical insurance. You don't have you're not even paying anything towards, you know, still at least trying to be some type of productive, I guess, citizen when it comes to your own health Mm -hmm. or your kids health or whatever. So um, I think that that's definitely a red flag. That was one for me. I was like, shit, if I quit. I ain't going to have no insurance. I'm not going to, uh, you know, what, what's going to be my my fallback? Uh, what am I going to fall back on? So on and so forth. But, um, yeah, fuck them red flags. So yeah, and I, I think. That. When it comes to fear, at least. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think to also touch on that, I think um, y'all got to know you're going to survive. You're not going to, you're not going to be homeless. I mean, some people might be homeless. Might. Some people might, like, but some people aren't. And I think, <laughs> I think you got to, you got to be willing, like, do you want this more than you want? Do you want to grow more than you want to be stagnant? Right. And so that's when you take that leap. Now, if you just scared and you want to stay, play it safe, I'm not judging you either, but I think you shouldn't complain about being unhappy because guess what? It's your time now while you're young to get out and keep moving, especially while everybody else is doing it. You, this is the time to do it because 
America just doesn't want to see y'all homeless. Like, they don't like that shit. They're going to put out another stimulus check. They're going to put you on food. They're going to figure it out. Like, and, and your friends don't want to, like, when you got a support system, um, even when you think you don't. So I just say go out, step on faith. And, like, if you if you know you can do better, you're going, you're like, that that survival instinct's going to yeah. kick in and you're going to do better. So, and I know that you're probably like, shut the fuck up, Taylor. I'm, I'm serious. I wish I would have taken some more leaps. Um, earlier on in my and earlier on in my life, but I mean I'm here now and I think we're we're taking leaps. Don't wait till you're thirty to do it. Since we're talking about um taking leaps, question. Okay. <laughs> what is one red flag that you think you still have that you're trying to take a leap from? Like, you know what? One I'm, I'm attracted to or one that I, no. I produce a give off. Yes. And you're trying to like literally shake that shit. <sighs> you find yourself coming back. Um I'm too friendly and I, and which you're going to be like, what? Like people, <laughs> people who come off too friendly for me, they, it, it's like they're quick, they're quick to grasp onto people because they need something temporarily and they're not genuine in the relationship that they're trying to build with you. And I, and I try not to come off as friendly anymore because I don't want people sucking that energy out of me. But sometimes I'm still like, yeah, come on, sit down. I got shots for you. I got, and it's because you see it, but I really don't mean it. And so then when like I get upset, it's like I snap and I'm not, and I need to stop snapping at people. I'm more so snapping at myself for letting you into my life. But yeah, I'm still too, I'm too friendly to people. And it's, um, it's just because I have this, I'm, I guess, you know, my, one of my psychiatrist friends said I had, was always a people pleaser as a child. And so like I, I do that and I don't stand on that boundary of mine. So that's to me, anybody who's too friendly, it's like they it looks like they got a lot of new friend groups or like they they're just um, shallow. And I don't trust that. Like a lot of these influencer people, you see them like, oh, I'm using this person for contacts, stuff like that. I'm using this person because they got money. I'm using this person because, you know, they're pretty. And it's like. Like, where is your genuine shit? the genuineness in that. And so like, I, yeah, red flag for me giving off is being too friendly. And some people I are too friendly to me. That's yeah. Oh. <laughs> but Toya thinks I'm mean cause she knows me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we can just wrap it up here. <laughs> What's your whole tip? <laughs> nah, nigga. <laughs> What's your red flag? What is something people say? What is something people say that you feel like, what is some what is some common feedback that you think is a misperception that could be a red flag about you? Uh, if you don't know me, I'm an asshole. That's what I get. Mm -hmm. That's the feedback I get. I guess because I make that uh that kind of face, like. But it's not really me. It's just how I look. Like it's really how I look. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's that I'm an asshole, and I can be an asshole. I can be a whew, a huge a petty asshole at that. But I think that's also something that I'm working on. And if you also really do know me, you know that I'm a friendly person. So that kind of sucks because now it's like I'm overly friendly. Mm -hmm. I guess kind of like what you said. Um, and I give my last and I'm a person that's always looking for the potential in somebody. Mm -hmm. And that ends up biting me in my ass a lot. So that's something that I guess I'm working on, too. It's boundaries. If I sound nasally, it's, you know, allergies kicking my ass. But Everybody got this allergy uh, show. Yeah, that's, I think that's something I'm working on. Probably 10 toes down, you know, when it comes to my boundaries. Mm. So, so yeah. would that be your whole tip as well? Or do you got a whole tip? <clears throat> you know, my whole tip is going to be uh, drawn more towards the red flags um, and psychopaths. 
If you have to keep questioning, is this person fucking crazy? Chances are they probably are. Mm. And if you keep dealing with that person, chances are you're probably crazy too. So whole mm. tip is to not just evaluate that person, but to also sometimes sit back, reflect, and evaluate yourself. I like that. Mm. Okay, so my whole tip is, I wrote it down because I thought about this. <sighs> when you see those red flags, ask yourself, where are you in life at right now? Where? God damn, I can't read. Where are you at in life right now? <laughs> LP somewhere <laughs> punching the air like, God damn it. <laughs> all right let me start this over again <laughs> when, when you see those red flags ask yourself where are you at in life right now where do you see yourself in five even 30 years from now is this something you have time to play with or are you going to leave yourself some room to embrace green flags when they appear now on that note bye, bye.